This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds. Allow me to spend some time with you discussing pets, pet care, and everything in between. Let's do some more children's questions this week. First one is, how do dogs wag their tails if there are no bones in them? Well, actually, the dog's tail has many small bones. The tail is actually the extension of the spinal cord and is referred to as the caudal vertebrae. Depending on the breed, the number can range from 6 to 23 small, very mobile string of bones. Muscles, tendons, and ligaments connect these bones, thus enabling the dog great control and versatility. The tail is a marvelous extension and has many functions. Dogs use the tail as a way to communicate, to help balance while running, to keep warm when curled up in a ball to, in extreme cold, as a rudder while swimming, and may even help disseminate its pheromones by wagging back and forth, causing the anal glands to emit their odor. Next question, how do you stop your dog from getting into the trash? Well, the obvious answer is to keep the trash out of reach by putting it into a room the dog can't get into, but that's not always practical. Securing the door of the cabinet the can is in will solve the problem too. You could set up what is called a remote punishment scheme. That means the dog will get a negative reinforcement when it gets into the trash without you being there. This can be done by attaching a string to the trash can and run it to a pyramid of empty soda cans set up over the trash can on top of the counter. When the dog gets into the trash, the string will pull the empty cans down on the dog, scaring it away from the trash. Another question, how do you keep cats off the counters? Remote punishment works for this too. In this case, place double sticky tape along the edges and on the top of the counter. The cat will jump off the counter to avoid the sticky surface. A pyramid of cans can be used, but you need to be at the other end of the string, hidden from view, to pull the string. And that takes a lot of time and patience. Next question is, how do you make animals feel better when you give them a physical? I was not sure what this young student was asking. The physical exam is not a treatment, but a way to find out what is wrong and decide on a course of action. The question may have meant how I kept the pet calm and comfortable. Some pets are so scared there's nothing I can do in the short time I have to make them feel comfortable while I examine them. But most of my patients were made to feel less tense in my exam room by me doing a number of things. I usually sat in a chair or knelt on the floor when the dog entered the exam room. I would engage in a conversation with the owner and allow the dog to explore and eventually come to me. I would not extend my hand even to reach under the chin. Rather, I would let the dog come and sniff me before I pat it on the shoulder. Once on a table... I'd continue to engage in a calm, happy conversation with the owner, and I would talk to the dog directly in a relaxed, happy way. With cats, once I got them out of the container, many times I'd have a towel on the, on the exam table, and I'd simply have them sit quietly, and I would stroke them very lightly while talking to the owner, watching their ears. As soon as I saw that their ears would come up straight, then I knew that they were more relaxed. This is Dr. John Hunt for Pet Sounds on WERU. Thank you for listening. Remember, enjoy your pet and don't forget to give them a hug.